0: So I went uh top golfing with the lady and uh let's just say uh I impressed her with a few drives, she's like, oh my god, I didn't know you could swing like that. And I was like, Whoa, a swinger swinger. <laughs> and uh let's just say she still uh has some thoughts that linger of how deep my balls went. No net. Um <laughs> i'm still talking about top golf i think but yeah yeah so uh for valentine's that's what me and the lady did you know we uh went to a nice italian restaurant went top golfing and then uh you know enjoyed the rest of our night it was you know uh i only want to talk about it because i feel like it's important to you know Sometimes you got to go broke to make the lady happy. And uh, that's a sign for us, guys. Sometimes we want to be micromanagers of money. And we're so worried about the next bad thing that may happen or not being prepared for something that there is that balance of living life, you know. And it was really the first time since we've been together that we've actually done something genuinely fun in terms of outdoors like actually doing something you know it's nice to have a personality have a sense of humor but there's something about enjoying that in the world in the public there's a there's a social aspect that's like wow you know in a social setting we had a good time too and um you know it was nice you know i just said hey you know what fuck uh Fuck having a little extra savings this month. Because you know what? In the moment I'm like, fuck, I'm spending a hundred two hundred eighty bucks for two hours once we got drinks and stuff. And then fucking uh you know, dinner, spending a decent amount of money, and I'm like, fuck man. And but in the moment, I was so, like, strung up about the financial part that internally I'm like, God damn it. It's going to be a little harder to get ahead this month. I was on a good track. But then after, I'm like, you know what? And honestly, I was like, I'm glad I spent the money. Because it's not about spending the money. It's generally just about uh not being so high-strung about living this life, about being responsible. Uh, being, uh, just about, you know, work, work, coming home, sleeping, like, you know, the usual stuff. There is something about being in the moment, being like, you know what? I don't give a fuck about if, who gives a fuck, you know? Because the money that's spent for the experience was worth it. Is this something to do all the time? No. But... You know, for occasions and stuff, you know what? I think the message here is just spend that money, you know? Uh, Hands on your knees. Um, (laughs) Be that rich baby daddy for her, you know? Show her that you're ready to spend it all or trade it all. Money, cars, and everything. And even buy her a pinky ring. I wish it was that easy But yeah, you know what I enjoyed our valentines together Even though we celebrated four days after Because of scheduling reasons But You know, we had a good time And I just want to send a message to the men out there You know what Just spend the money sometimes It's okay You'll be alright You have a job, you'll recover So yeah uh but you know what really helps me recover? Magic Mind. Yes guys. Magic Mind, the greatest nootropic productivity shot in the world. And let's just say at Top Golf I was taking a few productivity shots way deep out there. Um which apparently it's not about how far you hit it, it's about where you hit it, about hitting the targets. It's like, alright, boring. And you know what's also weird about Top Golf, like it felt, <laughs> yeah. There was like there's like these twelve year olds just fucking hitting like three hundred yards, like perfect shots. Like they get their whole like wide stance. They got they like in like whoop like goddamn we got like mini Tiger Woods son over here. Like yeah, golf is one of those things that you do gotta start at a young age. Like that's one of those things like. The focus you got to have to make every shot worthwhile is like, holy shit. Because, like, at first, I was killing it. I was like, okay, like, holy fuck, you know, maybe I'm a natural at this. And then, you know, 40 minutes in, you know, you just kind of going through modes. you just kind of playing around, fucking around. You realize, oh, you're chipping here. You're way over here. You're like, oh, this sport's about focus, the consistency, Consistency of swing. Cause you could be doing the same thing every time, but the result's completely different. The focus has to be impeccable. That's really where I think golf is the hardest. That consistency and focus aspect. Like not veering off. Because it can be very easy to just kind of there's so much time in between shots, you know. But yeah. Nothing a little magic mine can't fix. Um <laughs> it's got great properties in it, guys. As you guys know, I have the episode. Uh, I have the discount link below in the description, below the episode description. Uh, it's got some great lion mane mushroom, some razziola mushroom stuff. Um, <laughs> matcha and, but also the best part is that it's a better caffeine supplement replacement in my opinion. It's a way to supplement your morning routine, and you will notice a difference. As someone who has been using it for three weeks now, <clears throat> every single morning, there is an exponential, like just casual energy I have, like just I my energy kicks in a lot earlier because I'm not having all these artificial sweeteners, all this extra sugar, all these properties that come these energy drinks that are like bazinga but then it's like oh <clears throat> it's just the consistent properties you need and it's subtle it's not that crazy pre-workout shit it's just subtle which is something that actually makes you a normal human being you know um it's cool to have the crazy ass pump at the gym from <clears throat> your barely legal pre-workout but there's no point in that there's no point in having the fun pump if you don't get the good pump of, you know, vitamins and shit. Um, so yeah, guys, go to my go below my episode description, click the link, and use my code often twenty. I'll have the code in the description. Often beat twenty. O F F and E A T twenty. You're about to take your girl to Top Golf. Take some Magic mine and uh, you know, enjoy. Some of the beverages they have, they do have some good beverages, I ain't gonna lie to you. But yeah, alright guys, back to the show. Snap, crackle, pop. Alright guys, welcome to episode 265, yes, episode 265 of the off Me Podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell, most important ladies. And gentlemen. <laughs> Don't forget to suck some titties. Yeah. Uh recording this on uh February twentieth. February twentieth of two thousand and twenty-four for the archives. Yeah, this one's gonna be kind of a quick one, guys, as you'll see from the episode link description. Um I have to Get out of here to early to go to work. Because you know what? It was the first time in quite a while where I just like, I wasn't so focused on doing work this weekend. You know, I know it sounds corny, but you know, it's uh, there is something to just like not being so obsessed with your own work all the time. Creating work for yourself, you know. We work all week at whatever day job we have, or that night job. <laughs> uh, and uh, I don't know why I said it like that. It's just uh, Boz and Jay Colson. I'm on that night job. It's like, not really. You're not like that day, early night job. You're not like on the night job. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, there is something that sometimes just like, relaxing just enjoying and you know and i'll be honest like after we had a nice time together i was like all right well i need to do x y and z you know i need to make sure to stay ahead and you know what i realized like you know what how about i just like not worry about that tonight i'll have tomorrow to take care of x y and z and not be in this heightened like uppity uppity mood or kind of this over the top I realize a lot of things about myself that I can be fun and relaxing when I'm relaxed and have a few loggers in me. But it's something about the ease of just like having a good time, the dopamine effect it has on you after. It kind of like I think my mind is kind of shifting towards doing going outside, as the kids say, is that. <clears throat> There's something about how it affects like your daily life like it it truly does bring balance, and I know it's a small sample size of one weekend, but I enjoyed the night home and I just relaxed and I like, you know what I'm not gonna work on nothing I'm not gonna do x y and z i'm I'm not gonna worry about being productive every minute of the day It's like I'll have tomorrow my ne- my other off day and you know i did the next day i woke up i did exactly what i was going to do the previous night i got good sleep after that came home went to the gym did like my once or twice a week workout and it was one of the greatest workouts i've had in a while and i think part of that was i didn't obsessively like think about preparing for the workout I just lived a normal life, did what I needed to do, took care of myself, drank water, and I had a great workout. And I came home in the greatest of moods, took care of everything else I needed to do for the night, and the only thing I could have done is probably record an episode. And that's why like, I'm kind of in a time stamp right now, where... I only can only do really a 30 minute episode day because I got to go to work. But the fact that I'm still doing it and being okay with the fact that it's not 45 minutes, 50 minutes an hour. It's just like, you know what? It's okay. Life circumstances happen. It's all worth the trade off. Don't fret about 15, 20 minutes for the algorithm. Just fucking talk about what you're going to talk about anyways. Condense it. Self edit, you sack of shit. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I think the whole point of like, what I'm getting at here is that I'm a fun guy, you know, I'm a serious guy. I take myself serious, but at the same time, I have a good sense of humor, but at the same time, um... I'm so, I could be so rigid on maximizing my time. Like, you know, you kind of get, and it was interesting because on the way, for example, on the way to when we were drawing, I always listen to a podcast. So I was listening to podcasts and the guy was talking about how you he, he look like, I don't have time for a lot of things. I got a wife, kids. And the way he was describing, like, look, every minute of my day has to be, it's already, like, planned out, X, Y, and Z. And she's like, oh, my God, that is so fucking you. And I'm like, well, if I was making the type of money he's having, you would be like, oh, oh, my God. You know what? I love the way you schedule your day. Um, (laughs) It's hard to sell the, hey, I need to maximize my daily potential. When you're not uh, making the buckaroos yet, but you know, it's about uh, it's about getting shit done. And she was like, "Oh my god, that's so fucking you." And I'm like, take it as a compliment. Um, and it, I felt what the dude was saying. He's like, I'm like, yeah, really. Like the older you get, the more responsibility. Like you really don't have time for a lot of things that really. And I think that's what going out, it really, it could feel like a waste of time. It's not productive. When you get in this ultra productive mindset, sometimes one of the parts that you lack is you lack a genuine human connection of understanding about things. Not to get all corny and gay and shit, but um, that sometimes you're so focused on reaching goals or trying to progress or be better that sometimes you think that human connection or just doing things around other people that aren't on a similar frequency it's like this is just wasting time you know you get that this is just wasting time it's like or doing this can actually enhance your pursuits Because it actually brings a light perspective to make what you have to talk about more interesting. Or... Because I think sometimes what people fall into when they do this type of thing for a living when they talk. Or it's reliant on their experience or stories. Is sometimes you got to actually go do shit. Uh, You can start faking. I've never faked it. Well, it's kind of hard as a guy to fake it. Um... (laughs) I mean I guess guys could fake it if you know what I'm saying, but girls are more notorious for faking it. And those guys were always like, Oh, trust me, I can tell when you're faking and she's like, You sure about that, buddy? And you're like, uh, fake it till you make it, baby. Um <laughs> Fake it till you make it to my bank account. Um <laughs> Uh But yeah. It's uh there is a value to enjoying life to going out there in the public sector I don't know I guess I'm someone that I know that if I enjoy it too much I'll probably want to go do it too much and I don't have the money to go do it that much and I want to continue this great habit and sometimes you could be a little too extreme. And other people suffer. It's like we're either doing this for the whole month. Where staying at home. Only cooking at home. Only focus on X, Y, and Z. Everything else doesn't matter. And sometimes you can be a little too lucid. Like I don't give a fuck. We'll just fuck around. I don't care about making sure I do this. I don't care about what I'm eating. I don't care about you know showing up to work. Um, (laughs) There's that. Culture extric- is like, you know what, you can do everything you need to do in the day and at night time, go do something, go out, it's okay, I think that's something I'm starting to become more okay with, is finding that real balance and not just being someone that people, oh, you work so hard, and it's like, that's great, I work so hard, so y'all don't have to do anything, what does that do for me, it gives me no time, right, Um, it's a fascinating thing to kind of really think about yourself. And I know it's such like an overreaction to one weekend, but it was such a nice time. It helped us reconnect. It helped us be human again. Cause like, let's be honest. Like, I think the biggest thing is the reason why relationships get this bad rap in today's society and what you see on instagram and stuff is people talk about how boring it gets oh you get bored of each other you get fed up with this that and the other and i think really typically when a lot of that stuff happens is when you kind of just get complacent on doing the simple things i think really over time we get this perception that our partner for both ways guy Expect us of a girl, girl, expect of a guy, we become so complacent of we just fill these duties, but then the human love, passion, connection, that disconnects. Because as long as you're doing your service duties for each other, you're doing your part. But and it's like, well, if I'm doing my part, I don't need to hear about this. I don't care to hear complain about this, blah, blah, blah. And I think it creates that kind of divisive angst towards each other, right? And I, by the way, I'm not talking about specific about me. Look, I've been in relationships before, you know. This is just like a type of relationship where I've never lived with a woman. So it's different. <laughs> Living with someone is a whole lot different than being with someone that you yeah, have be a sneaky linky. Um <laughs> So different game. And it forces you to grow. It forces you to actually be tolerable. Forces you to look outside of yourself. Be considerate. Take the fucking trash out on time. Or in a timely manner. You know, that type of shit. Um, <laughs> um you know, and I think for me, it's uh I forgot what the fuck I was getting at here. Uh, do 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 your pants. Um, the after dribble. Um, which I came across a video earlier about a urologist or a doctor like the effects of the after dribble, which basically like the after dribble of pee. You know, like when you pee, but then you put over your underwear, and then there's still a little extra that comes out after. Happens to men and women. Um. I'm just like, yeah, it's called, you didn't, like, shake it out. Um, You didn't give a little dab with the toilet paper. Um, But no, uh, I think, yeah, so, oh, yeah, what I was saying is that when you kind of, I think people, we get too accustomed to just, like, being okay with doing the minimum, And we just think if we do our duties as men or if women just do their duties, we don't have to remind ourselves that this is an actual person that has feelings, that actually cares about the intricacies of what made y'all's relationship different from other people that you could have been with. Like your dynamic, because if you're just someone that does duties, there's nothing that really separates you from someone else or anyone else. You're just a person that's going through the motions. Anyone can sit there and cook for you. Some cook better than others. Anyone can sit there, and well, I wouldn't say anyone can pay bills because some of y'all are bums. Um, <laughs> but there's a like there's plenty of people out there that can just pay some bills. There's plenty of. Uh, You know, woman out there that can, you know, make you feel good. Um, <laughs> And there's plenty of men out there that can, you know, do X, Y, and Z. I don't know. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, we all do things. Like, we all fill roles. But it's more than that. It's about, all right, when we get out of this, like, service roles towards each other what makes us enjoy doing those serviceable needs for each other right because there are daily life needs we just have to do it just is what it is but once you take that out of it a woman cleaning for me doesn't make me love her i appreciate it a woman doing laundry i appreciate it that's not what makes me love her and the same with guys like you paying bills doesn't make her actually truly love you. It may, like, I mean, she may be with you because you pay bills. I'm not going to seriously say that's not a big factor. I'm not ignorant. But that's not what makes a woman love you. It would make a woman harder to leave you <laughs> once she doesn't love you. You know, it'll buy you, some, it'll buy you some years. All right. But that's not what makes someone care for you and love you. There's like a thousand things you do. That you don't realize that make you love someone. And God I'm sounding so fucking gay right now. And no, I'm not crying for the audio. I'm I genuinely I just have a stuffy nose. No. Nah, I do just kinda have like bad congestion. But no upset stomach or diarrhea. Um And I think that's that learning process, you know compared to when I was a young man it's I would have girls that would do X, Y, and Z for me but I always felt these things were being done because there was something expected in return and I kind of carried that over to every girl I've been with is if they're doing something for me It's because they're about to ask me for something. Because a lot of times I was the case like, oh, I cooked, I did this. And to kind of enter into a healthier situation where someone just does stuff because they just do it. They don't expect nothing in return. It makes you make sure you do your part more. Because you appreciate like, what can I do to kind of. Even out the scales, you know. I think that's the biggest part of maturing. And I think this is a lesson for everyone. Never ask someone to do something for you. Never ask a guy to do something for you. Because you know what? If you want more out of someone, it's pretty simple. Let them do it on their own merit because you're going to get a lot more. (laughs) And let them do it at their own free will. Because when they do it at their free will, you're going to get 10 times more than if you would ask without the pushback or the uh, side eye. Like, what's the real reason for this, you know? But, um, um, yeah. You know, enjoy life with your loved ones. Enjoy time with people you care about. It really does. This is not a very uh, funny episode at all It's got a little too serious for the boy But it is one of those things that I do feel like sometimes it's okay Just to be like, you know what This event really kind of opened my eyes to like, oh th- It's not gonna go bad Like, it actually, everything went to as planned and better like sometimes you plan these things and you're worried like, uh, is it really what they want to do? They really have a good time and we had a great time. So who cares? You know? Because I don't know if you got if you've ever been on dates or ever been out with someone and you thought like, you know what, we're gonna have a good time, and it turns out for whatever reason they just didn't really want to be there. They didn't like the place. Blah blah blah. You're just like, oh. I just took the air out of the balloon, um, and you know, well, fucking your ass. It sounds like you're taking the air out of the balloon. Pew! Um, <laughs> I ain't no clown back there, boy. I got all the hits, boy. And it's your girl's cheeks. Um <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I guess the moral of all that is is uh enjoy time, make time for your loved ones, make time for uh your partner. And uh understand that don't 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 be trying to live for the future so much. You know, you got to feel real in the moment. Cuz you know what? I think that's the thing is a lot of Men and women in relationships, I think what happens is we think so much about the future. We think so much about what's next, what we want to do together. And we forget to actually build the present and build those feelings in the moment so that the future is even feasible. So the future is even like an active feeling. Cause like the issue is is like If you're so thinking about like three years from now, we're going to own a house, have kids, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you're just three years of just going through the motions and then you have that. It's like, okay, well, we didn't really build anything during that, those years of a bond or connection. There's nothing for us to hold on to when things get hard. There's not a connection. And... I think that's the thing is be real in the moment. Have a real purpose of connection and purpose in the moment. And when you have that real purpose presently, the few years to now and stuff, it's gonna it's gonna like not be something you have to think about. And I think that's when you get people that look in the past too much of like how we used to be and stuff like that. It's like it should always just be this constant like you just keep moving you accept what you are at that moment for whatever reasons and you just enjoy life what you have built in that moment and i don't know i, I guess we, we worry so much like I always hear people talk about how oh it's just not the same between us and all this stuff it's like but why isn't it the same between you Is it because you really thought everything just stays the same over time? Would you really want what you feel at 38 with someone the same as what you felt at 25 with someone? No. I would hope I don't have as much anxiety at 38 as I had at 25. I would hope I'm not going through the same problems at 38 as I did at 25. Hopefully, it's a lot more laid back and comfortable. Hopefully, we have a lot more extra capital to go do shit, you know, hopefully there, it is different, hopefully it's a lot more relaxing, it's not that high and lows, you know, um, I, I think fear of hearing what a relationship is what deters people, it makes people do dumb shit, and, in, in fear of Not a living up to expectations in someone's eyes. I'll say it. I generally do believe a reason why a lot of men and women cheat. Like thoroughly. In relationships because we have been fed about what's normalized in cheating. Right. And it's a complex issue because every situation is different in a lot of ways. Um, there's some that they go through with it more than others, and some it's in a certain stage, and but it doesn't really matter, right? Because cheating is cheating, however you want to classify it as. And I think a reason why a lot of the men, us men, that we have cheated or we've done things that we're not proud about is I do believe it is because um, we're we're always afraid of a Getting to a point. Where we feel like we are uninteresting. To someone. And. Because we always see. Couples get bored of each other. We always see that stuff. And. I think the worst thing. As a guy in this world. Is to be uninteresting. To the opposite sex. Like to be a. Not like. To be a just kind of a figure but nothing really of substance and uh sometimes when you i guess when you you, when you with someone when you with someone when you're with someone a long time and you project of that your relationship's gonna be like that it makes you do dumb shit and because you're scared of putting all your eggs in a basket and that person one day just being like I don't I don't like you anymore. I could handle a woman saying she doesn't love me anymore, but a woman telling you she doesn't like you anymore, that's a whole different thing. Cause love is like this feeling that kind of fluctuates, whatever it means. But someone liking you is what keeps someone around you. Like, I like being around certain people. I don't love being around a lot of people I don't really love anyone outside of my family and type of thing to be honest like but I like people I care about people and uh, I think uh, because liking is because think about the stages like when you like someone you're willing to do a lot of shit to prove to someone that you really like them when, but sometimes when you get to that love stage, complacency can set in, and I think it's happened to all of us. And it's something you learn when you're younger and to realize when you love someone, it doesn't grant you this lifetime passes of fuckery. I think sometimes we rely on love and the other person to like, oh well, since we love each other, you need to deal with a lot of my shit, or you need to just look past. And deal with because you love me. So you got to deal with it. It's like. But when you like someone. You're more on your best behavior. Knowing that your shit's not going to. Get you through a lot of things. You know. Um, <clears throat> so we need to treat our partners. More like we like them. Not as we love them. Because when you like someone. You seem to be a lot more mindful. Of how you make someone feel and how you affect them but when you love them sometimes as humans we naturally take that for granted and we expect unlimited loyalty no matter what we do or what they do we just expect this unlimited loyalty just because we love each other but when you like someone loyalty is not really in the picture it is actually fully based off how you currently treat me how you continuously treat me, your consistency, how you love. People could treat, partner. Like I was watching Kitchen Nightmares and I got to wrap this up soon. But I was watching Kitchen Nightmares. And this guy, this chef, basically has a business with his wife. His wife is like the person that is in the kitchen taking out the food when he puts it up on the thing. And he would talk to his wife like shit, you know, in the kitchen in front of people all like consistently. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, saying, shut the fuck up. I don't give a fuck what you have to say. All this shit. Like, she was asking for the food. And it's not like he snapped once having a bad day. Like, he was consistently like this. And he was comfortable talking to her like this. And when you see that, that is just someone that... If they were dating a couple months in... He probably wasn't talking to her like that. But since they lived together... Since they're married, lived together... He kind of has his built-in like resentment or has his past or he's feeling the stress of the business. He just said, and he's just like, well, look, you want to be me? It's like that is a man that's gotten comfortable just talking to his wife a certain way. And so I don't know. I think the biggest thing is don't get complacent with your love. Um, I think that's the hardest thing is being okay with being in love with someone. And continuing to like them. Because there's plenty of times where someone has... You ever heard someone say, Yeah, I still have love for him, but I don't really like him anymore. Because it's like you love qualities about someone, but people can change. They become sad, depressed. They're not the same people, but you still love who they are, their intention, but they just change. So you still love them. In this deeper, unquantifiable thing. But you don't like them. That's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people. So yeah. Moral of all that is, is take your girl to um, <laughs> uh But yeah. Then it turns into a like and love, love and like. Baby girl. You can sing on my mic. A hey, a. Hey. Alright. Alright, I'm going to wrap it up there. Because I am going to be late. All right, guys. That was episode 265 of the Alpha be Podcast with Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe. Oh, my God. I just fucked up. Oh, that's the first time I actually fucked up the thing. All right, guys. That was episode 265 of the Alpha be Podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, and the notification bell. Most poor ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to suck some titties and like don't love just like we are just alike all right i gotta drop a deuce